College Football News Podcast, Nick Shepkowski, Pete Futek. Time to break down the Big 12 Championship as the new college football playoff rankings are out. And up go Oklahoma and Baylor both, the number six and number seven teams in the country playing against each other, which I think means great things from the college football committee for both of those and their college football playoff chances. What's up, Pete? It's such a jerky move, though, because they're going to keep the Big 12ers behind Utah the whole way. And at the very end of the rainbow, if Utah has a nice win, Oregon's really good. Oregon is a good restaurant-quality team with a whole ton of NFL talent, an NFL quarterback. And if Utah wins, say, 24-16 or something, then that's not going to be enough because then if Oklahoma or Baylor win, like, 35-17, the committee's going to go, hey, you know what, that's a better win in the Big 12 championship than what Utah has gotten. Yoink! Thanks, Utah. We kept you up here all the way along, and now we're just going to take it right away from you. Does the 6-7 and seven matter at all in this in regards to chances in it? Because Baylor, no. you look at their out-of-conference schedule, they played no one. Oklahoma, kind of the same thing. Sure, you schedule UCLA. It's not their fault that UCLA was, was garbage this year, especially at the time that they played them. Is there any – does Oklahoma have a better case going into this game than Baylor does because they already have one win against them, or is it – My problem – yeah, I see what you're saying. My, my problem, though, with it is that it's the combination, do you like the eye test or do you like the resume? Do you trust the resume enough? And that, all right, fine, you beat Baylor once, but you're right, Baylor's beaten nobody. I kind of have a bigger problem with Oklahoma struggling so much against Iowa State about needing everything in the bag to put away TCU, you know, so and, and losing to Kansas State. So that kind of gets all sort of forgotten about because they're so flashy and fun. Uh, meanwhile, Utah, okay, great. It's not playing a whole slew of top 25 teams, but it's beating everyone, you know, 31 to 3. It's just whacking everyone around right now. So uh, I, it's going to be interesting to see. It's going to be a, a beauty contest here. And at the very least, the Big 12ers are going to know where they stand, at least when it comes to the Pac 12ers. And then they're going to have their LSU pom poms out, hoping that they get by Georgia. Yeah, there's that part of it. I, man, I, I, I look at it and I have trouble getting really upset about either of these teams and kind of where they're at right now. Like Oklahoma, you have one blip on the radar against Kansas State. You have one blip on the radar if you're Baylor. You have Oklahoma beaten and. Some man on Twitter, I don't know who he was that night, called me out and said, you know what, I might be 28-3, to but Oklahoma's going to have a damn good chance to win this football game in the second half, and he was correct about it. Oh, don't don't go on social media. They get crazy, wacky, jo- whack jobs with their crazy conspiracy theories. Oh, wait, that was me. Yeah, that was you, and you were actually right about it. But it's just, it's shocking. I know. It's a, it's a man that's seen a thing or two in his college football day. I, I don't know where to stand on this game because... Baylor is that it, they're the exact opposite of what the rest of the Big 12 is in that they don't win in beautiful fashion unless it's against Kansas, and that's pretty much what everyone does against Kansas. But it's just one of those, it's hard for me to knock them against them because they're almost, to me, like what Georgia is in the SEC, just without that awful loss against South Carolina. They don't necessarily win pretty. They don't win with a ton of style points. They just win, and they find ways to win in Stillwater. They find ways to win games that they aren't expected to win, and all of a sudden you look up at the end of the year, oh, they're 11-1, and and their only one loss is a game they really had won and should have won if it wasn't for a couple of very costly bad turnovers in that thing. It's a team that I just think because of that, because it's not necessarily the sexiest looking, 
that the rest of the nation is kind of how I was on, if you've listened to this this show with us throughout the year, it's kind of like how I was on Florida. Oh, they don't, they're not a sexy team. They're not that good. They're not that good. Florida's a hell of a lot sexier than you think. I don't, I, that's another conversation for another day. Maybe we'll do an SEC recap show for the year, but that's kind of where I'm at, where, where the nation I think is with Baylor. Oh, yep. They don't win impressively enough, so they can't be that good. It's a really damn good football team that knows how to take the ball away. Uh, I'll actually argue that Kansas win. I know it's Kansas and Kansas sucks, but it's the last game of the year. They're at home and they're going to try. And Kansas isn't that bad, although it is that bad, but it has just enough. But to go in there and just fully focused and win was 61 to six, 61, six. That's, that's a statement moment. That is Baylor basically saying, yeah, there's your style points, college football playoff committee. Uh, we're actually really, we, we can score if we need to. That's just not necessarily our style. I actually give them a lot more credit for that. Uh, I like this team. It's it's the one scenario here that I don't think anybody's really been talking about. Everyone can kind of say, oh yeah, Georgia could possibly beat LSU on the right day. And you can envision just about any other scenario, except for the fact that Baylor could absolutely beat Oklahoma. And if that happens and let's say you know Oregon beats Utah not a crazy thought or even if it doesn't and Baylor has beat has avenged its one loss then all you're asking for is LSU to beat Georgia and it's not asking for the world for all this to happen yeah there's that part of it and I just look at it and Baylor's been good like there you don't get to a lot I I know it's easy to knock out of conference schedules and oh you didn't play anyone oh, in conference schedules well right and the big 12 leaves a ton to be desired as does the pac 12 outside of Oregon or Utah this year I mean tell me who else is actually good in that conference USC is actually not bad uh, and they yeah, lost to yeah well, Utah but, lost to him I'm and sorry. then out of conference though USC's two games I know they're both on the road but a loss at BYU a loss at Notre Dame even though they played competitively in that game. I, uh, 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 a whole lot of uh coming. You don't from like me. yourself some Pac-12. I don't. I mean, it's kind of like we talked about at the start of the year. The Pac-12 uh, do something out of conference for me, and I'll be impressed. And you didn't see that the, this or season. they did actually. They did actually have some decent out of conference wins, but you can't have lost that Auburn Oregon game. That was the killer. Uh, but the problem, like you said, is give me the Big 12 win. You know, Joker, where's the weenie? Give me give me something here, I can, you know, mm-hmm. from Oklahoma. Give me something here from Baylor. And the problem with Oklahoma is when you struggle that much against Iowa State and Kansas State and TCU. And, all right, ooh, you, you got by Oklahoma State. Great, congratulations. That's I, I, I'm not buying in. Like I think Oklahoma wins this thing, but to cut to the chase, I think Baylor covers this. Yeah, I think 9.5 is way too much. I am very much on board with this. And it's a game that Baylor, I know it's their home field, and it's the biggest game in Baylor in, what, five, six years. It's just, I don't, I think Baylor is getting undervalued across the country, and maybe it's just because they're Baylor and they're not the traditional football powerhouse, or maybe because they blew this game already, or at least blew this matchup earlier in the year. I just don't think that they're getting the respect that they deserve. I'm with you. All right, you're an investor type. What happens when Baylor goes up 28-3 at halftime again? What do you do for your second half uh, sides and totals? Um, I listen to whatever Pete Futek tells me on yeah, Twitter because do. he's the smarter man. He's the smartest man alive. He's handsome. He's good-looking. He has flowing locks. He's intelligent. All of the superlatives that I can throw your way. I can't, hit, I can't hit this balloon through a table thing that I'm doing while podcasting here. Well, you can't have that figure. You can't run the whole world. So if you fall short in terms of being able to kick the kick the air balloon through your 
makeshift soccer goal or whatever you got going on, then so be it. But, I can't win the World Cup. That's the problem right now. Yeah, but that, yeah, so and so the Big Twelve with this, yeah, okay. I think it's going to end up being a factor. I think it's going to be style points. I, I I think it'll be a whole lot more fun if Oregon wins. And all of a sudden we kind of look at this as like, look, enough. Of course LSU is going to beat Georgia. Big Twelve championship. You are a quarterfinal playoff game, and that'll take out a whole other life of its own. Because if you look across the board of these conference championships, we're already going to have the Pac-12 done. On Friday night, you don't really need to watch the Big Ten Championship. You actually don't really need to watch the SEC Championship if LSU gets up 14 nothing, and you certainly don't really need to watch the ACC Championship unless you see Virginia hanging around for a half. Uh, so this is it. This is going to be the game to watch if Oregon ends up beating Utah. That's Pete Futek. I'm Nick Shepkowski. It's the College Football News Podcast. Make sure you listen to it all week long. We've got previews for the Big Ten Championship, the SEC Championship, Pac-12, ACC. Group of five titles as well to be determined. So ultimately, I know you like Baylor's getting nine and a half points. You like Baylor to pull this upset by chance? I would not be shocked at all. I'm not man enough to do that. I, I'm just going to say, you know what? For our purposes, it doesn't matter. They're going to cover, which is a win for everybody. Uh, I, I think Oklahoma does win this, which then makes it interesting because if Utah wins and Oklahoma wins but doesn't cover, now we got a big old fight all Saturday, uh, Saturday night. Yeah, I think this is one that Baylor keeps extra close. This is might be the game I'm most interested in. Actually, and I know the SEC battle is going to be a great one. You got two top five teams there, but this is the one matchup wise I think it has turned into because of the way it's shaped up with the college football playoff committee. I think it's turned into a makeshift quarterfinal game. Winner goes to the final four, assuming an LSU win in that. And I think Baylor keeps this thing extra close. I just don't. There's something about Jalen Hurts, man. I. Kind of like we talked about with Chris Falica a few weeks ago, the bear from college game day. He's really good. There's just something about him, even when he makes mistakes, even when he messes up, even when he fumbles going into the end zone. The guy never quits. In the SEC title game a year ago, he's who Alabama called on, and he bailed them out despite not beating the starting Toughest quarterback all year. in the college football. You're right, and I just in in some way, Jalen Hurts makes a ginormous play at the end of this game. Oklahoma wins, and Oklahoma sneaks in as the four seed. Okay, I, it, it, that wouldn't be bad because you know you're saying this Oklahoma offense versus Ohio State set the over under at what 75 for your college football semifinal and say okay Jalen Hurts see what you can do against these Buckeyes. Yeah, that, that's what I've got going there. That's Pete Futek. I'm Nick Shepkowski. That's our thoughts on the Big 12 championship. If you haven't already, check out the Big 10 and SEC previews we have, or the Pac-12 ACC ones, the Group of Five one as well. Tons on the College Football News Podcast this week. For Pete Futek, I'm Nick Shepkowski. Thanks for listening, and check us out.